Welcome to the Goofy Guy Podcast, an honest but not so serious look at Disney. Hey everyone, welcome to the Goofy Guy. Uh, I'm Jim Spangler, the Goofy Guy. Uh, and this, if you're listening to the podcast, this is episode 76 of the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously, uh, this is just the Goofy Guy. Um, I'm Jim Spangler, the Goofy Guy, your host. And I'm, uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about my trip to Disney. I'm currently in Disney. Uh, as you can see, if you're watching the video, you can see that I'm recording from the Polynesian right now, uh, which is where I'm staying. And it's a beautiful place. It's one of my favorites. Uh, so I love being here. So if you hear the background noise, you kind of understand I'm sitting in the lobby. I was going to try to sit outside and do it, you know, maybe by a tiki torch. thought that would have been great, but uh, not enough light. Not enough light and the bugs uh, were anywhere I wanted to plant. I felt like I was getting attacked by bugs. Not mosquitoes, just bugs. Um, and that just wasn't good. That wasn't going to work. So uh, let's talk a little bit about my trip here to Orlando, to Walt Disney World. Um, first of all, the thing that everybody wants to know about is flying, um, just the trip itself. So I flew southwest, and never once did I feel at risk for getting, uh, catching anything, not being clean, not being sanitized. Everything was very clean, especially on the flight and southwest. They're taking it very seriously. They're very concerned about their uh, customers and taking care of them. Um, they're only loading 10 people at a time. Uh, they're leaving the middle seats open so that nobody sits in the middle seat. As a matter of fact, on my flight to Fort Lauderdale, it wasn't even half full, so I had the whole row to myself. Um, I felt safe the whole way. Now, you do need to know that their, their, their uh, typical you know, drink service and snack service is not the same by any means. Um, you know, they're trying to save some money, and so you get some water and you get, like, crumbs. Really, that's all it is, is just crumbs. Uh, so not a whole lot there, but um, otherwise, it was great. Uh, I felt safe. I felt comfortable. I was never uncomfortable uh, with anything that was happening, except maybe getting off the plane. But, you know, people are doing the best that they can. Um, when I got here, I showed up at uh, the... Po oh, first of all... I took Magical Express. Let's talk about Magical Express or Tragical Express or whatever you want to call it. Um, first of all, you have to pick up your own bags now at baggage claim. You can't... Um, they won't deliver them anymore. So you go and you pick up your bags at baggage claim and then you have to go get in line for Magical Express. And the line was so long. Oh my God, just to check in was so long. Um, now, once I got checked in, it was really quick to get on a bus because I was at the Polynesian, right? Uh, so, uh, if you know, they have different lanes. I think they have eight lanes and based on where you're staying. Um, and since I'm staying at the Polynesian, uh, I was in lane two and there was only a couple ahead of me. And they even said when I checked in, it may take 45 minutes to catch a bus, which was not the problem at all. Um, I got in line and literally didn't, I wasn't even two minutes before they were checking me in on a bus. So that was great. So I got to the resort, got checked in. Uh, that was awesome. Um, and uh, I did have to wait for my room because I got here before 4 o'clock. And that was kind of hard considering that it was a long, uh, long day of travel. I got up really early. Um, but eventually I got my room and the room was so clean. I've never seen a Disney room this clean. Um, Disney always has great rooms. You know, they're always clean. Uh, but this was so clean. 
uh, so much so that they even put, they cleaned the remote, TV remote, which we all know is the dirtiest thing in the room, uh, put it in a plastic bag and sealed it with a sticker saying that it had been cleaned and sanitized. Really impressive. Um, so that was great. And then I had uh, just, um, you know, just a quick meal uh, and... Uh, trying to think. I don't think I really did anything that evening. I did a little shopping, did a little looking. I didn't really do any shopping, uh, but did a little looking um, and just got ready for the next day. So on Monday, I decided not to go to the parks. I decided to do a little resort hopping. Um, I wanted to get some video of some resorts uh, because I hadn't done that, um, video and pictures. And uh, so I hit the monorail resorts. Obviously, I'm on the monorail. Uh, so they took my temperature before I got on the monorail, and then they ask you to take things out of your bag that are metal. Uh, and then you can carry your bag, the rest of your bag, through the metal detector. Now, I had all my equipment. I had my tripod. I had my camera. I had my gimbal. I had, I had everything. So I was, like, unloading my whole bag. I finally was like, you just need to look through my bag because this is just crazy. And it took me about four times to finally figure out how to set things up so that it would move smoothly for me to get through the metal detector. But they take your temperature, which doesn't take any time at all, and they're very nice, um, and uh, got on the monorail. And only one person, only one, it's one party per bench. And they have, um, uh, so you know you have two benches that are facing each other, and then on the other side you have two other benches in each monorail car, right? Um, and uh, they have a, a divider between them. So uh, felt really good there. You know, the monorail, um, I think they're cleaning a lot more because they were not nearly as stinky as they have been in the past. Um, so they're obviously trying to really uh, keep that clean and sanitized, which was really nice. So I got to the Grand Floridian, had a lovely time, um, took some great video, took some great pictures, um, just really nice. And then I hopped back on the monorail and went around to the Contemporary. Um, again, enjoyed my time at the Contemporary, had some really nice, uh, just nice time. And uh, ate at the Contempo Cafe, had the monorail cupcake, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know. Um, I'm kind of doing a cupcake tour, it seems like, a WDW cupcake tour. Uh, and so that was lovely. Um, uh, and then got back on and came back to the Polynesian and kind of rested. Um, it was a really hot day. Um, I was not drinking enough water. Um, and uh, so I just decided to kind of chill out for a little bit before doing anything else um take a little break and then i went over to the wilderness lodge now the wilderness lodge is on hard lockdown um so if you're not staying at the wilderness lodge they really don't want you coming in um but because i was staying at another resort uh they let me go ahead and come in to the uh wilderness wilderness lodge which i was so thankful for it's one of my favorite resorts if not my favorite resort um and so i got some great videos there got some nice pictures um i I love that resort so much. Um, I ate at Roaring Fork, which is just their quick service. It was so good. I did, um, you know, uh, I bought on the I bought my food on the app, which I've done this whole time that I've been here. Um, you know, the remote order, which they're really pushing hard right now, uh, and it was just lovely. I just I just love that place so much. I went into the store. They had some great things that are just for Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> Um, just really nice. Had a really nice time there and came home. I forgot to tell you, on Sunday evening, I ate at The Wave um, at the Contemporary. I'd never eaten there before. Amazing. It may, become, it may be my new favorite 
restaurant here at the parks. It was spectacular. The food was spectacular. The service was spectacular. Um, really great. Uh, I really had a great time there. Uh, anyway, so then I got back here and I uh, just went to bed. Um, you know, it was getting late and I was tired. And so I knew I had a couple of big days coming up. So yesterday I went to the Magic Kingdom. Now I didn't rope drop Magic Kingdom because I didn't feel like I really needed to rope drop Magic Kingdom. I've been in the Magic Kingdom many times. Um, so I got there, uh, you know, went through the temperature and the bag check, which is great when you're at a monorail resort because you do that at the resort. Uh, and so it's a really short line. You get right through and then you can go right into the parks. Um, not a lot of people go into the parks when I got there, uh, which was great. It made it very easy to get through. Um, and uh, it was lovely. Um, now, if you thought that you were going to come to Disney now and it wasn't going to be very crowded, I hate to tell you that's really not true anymore. Um, the crowds are here. Uh, even though uh, Peck says, Bob Chapek says that they're only at 25% capacity at most, um, it feels like, uh, you know, it, it's not slow by any means. Um, I was kind of hoping to hit Main Street and have nobody on Main Street. That is not the case at all. Uh, it, is, it, is, it is busy. It's hopping. If you've ever been down during this time, it's hopping. Uh, it may not be the holidays and it may not be summer break, but there's still a lot of people here. Uh, yesterday was really hot, um, and I did a lot of videotaping um, yesterday at the parks. Uh, I didn't do a lot of writing. I got, I'll be honest with you. Um, I just was not in the mood to stand in those lines for those rides. Um, and the lines were long. They were really long. Now, I can understand a long line for uh, getting on to, you know, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, because that's a great ride, or, or the Haunted Mansion even, or Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain, which is insanely long right now, and I think it's because everybody wants to get on it before it goes away. Um, but there was really something missing at the Magic Kingdom. The cast was great. They were so friendly and so good. Uh, but there was an unusual feel yesterday at the Magic Kingdom. And, and I spoke to a couple today that felt the same thing. So I, I, I knew it wasn't just me. Um, at first I thought it was just me. And it was just that I hadn't eaten enough or I wasn't drinking enough or I was just in some weird mood or I didn't know what was going on. But um, really, uh, it was just a little weird. Um, I don't know if it's the long lines. I don't know if it's that everybody's waiting in line. I only rode... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and I saw the Tiki Room. I went to the Tiki Room, um, and I had a dull whip swirl. You know, a lot of my favorite places are not open right now. I did have a Cheshire Cattail. I love that. You can get that at Starlight Cafe now. Um, and Sunny Eclipse is better than ever. Um, but there's just something missing. There's something wrong. I don't know how to put my finger on it. Uh, for me, and that doesn't mean that people weren't having a good time and weren't happy and stuff, but I think the lines um, are not representative of of the amount of people. I think they're longer than they should be, and that has to do with Fast Pass, right? I don't know if Fast Pass is ever coming back or if they're going to come out with a new version of Fast Pass, but really. Uh, it was a problem yesterday. Uh, I only did Pirates. I waited in line for 45 minutes to get on Pirates. I would never wait 45 minutes for Pirates before. Never. Um, you know, because I know I'm coming back. I know I can ride it again. 
Um, but it, there was a there was a problem, even when I was shopping, because I love shopping. Everybody, anybody that knows me knows I love shopping. Uh, ask my wife; she'll tell you. Um, and even that was not enjoyable to me yesterday. Um, just didn't feel right. Something was just missing. But that's all right. I came back to the hotel. Uh, I had, I did mobile order from Kona Cafe. Get that. I will say that again for you. I did mobile order from Kona Cafe. Oh, so good. It was so good. I couldn't believe I was doing a mobile order from there. I didn't have a reservation. Uh, I didn't need a reservation. I got my order and went outside and ate. It was so good. Um, so that was great. Uh, um, and then, so I, I went to bed early last night because I knew I was going to have to get up early because I was going to Hollywood Studios and I wanted to be there in time to make sure I was in the park to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding pass. Uh, and so I woke up. I, the way they're doing buses now is you have to wait in line for a bus like you would for a ride. Um, they even have the spacers marked out on the ground the way they normally would. Um, and, you know, I just decided it was too early in the morning. I just was not going to stand in the heat and do that. So I took a lift over there. Um, so I got there in plenty of time. I got in the park at 9.15. Uh, it was so easy to go through security. So easy. Um, and so uh, things were open and running. The park was not officially open until 10. But, like, Rock and Roller Coaster was running. Tower of Terror was running. Um, I don't know what else was running. Um, but I didn't look to see if Mickey... I should check to see if Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was running. Um, that would have been the time to do that. Um, so uh, that was great. And at 10 o'clock, the funniest thing happened. Like, there's, you know, there's crowd noise happening. And then at 10 o'clock, everything goes silent. Because there have been announcements all morning about how you want to try to get the boarding pass at 10 o'clock. At 10 a.m. And then just a few seconds after 10 a.m., you start hearing people cheering and whooping it up and stuff. It was so great. It was a really neat moment, um, I, an unexpected moment, right? And it seemed like the energy lifted in the park when that happened. It was so cool. Uh, and I did get a Rise of the Resistance pass, which I was really excited about, um, and so, which we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, and then I went and did Tower of Terror because I love Tower of Terror. Uh, but uh, and Tower of Terror is as good as ever even though you don't get to see the pre-show in the pre-show room it's still as good as ever um, so let's talk about Rise of the Resistance just for a moment um, I will tell you the pictures that you've seen do not do it justice if you've watched any of those videos of ride-throughs um, I've seen little snippets of those they don't do it justice it is by far the greatest thing that Imagineering has ever done it is spectacular. Um, is it my favorite ride? No, I don't think it is. Is it in my top five? Absolutely. It is so awesome. It's, it is awe-inspiring. It's almost overwhelming, to be honest with you. So um, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's my top one, but I totally appreciate what they did. And I think it's the Imagineer's best work ever. There are things that happen in that that I was blown away by. I was like, how are the, How did that happen? How did that happen? And I, I was look, staring at it going, I don't know how that's happening. So great. So great. Um, so they used everything. They used all the tricks in their book for this one. And it shows. It is so good. Uh, I then um, 
hung out in Batu a little bit. Um, I had dinner at, at Docking Bay 7. You have to do a mobile order there again. You don't have to do mobile order, but they highly encourage it. They're really trying to get people to do mobile order. Um, and so I did that. Uh, I then went through Toy Story Land. It was so hot. Oh, first of all, I saw Kylo Ren. I saw Vi. Um, if you don't know who Vi is, you need to read the book uh, Black Spire Outpost. Um, it is, uh, I think it's Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire, or something like that. But read that, and it gives you a whole, it makes you appreciate Batu so much more and Galaxy's Edge so much more uh, by reading it and knowing the background history of that, of that land. Um, but then I went through um, Toy Story. It was so hot. Oh, my God, it was hot. It was beastly, and I was trying very hard to drink a lot of water and, you know, really take care of myself. It was beastly. <laughs> Um, after I did that, I went and uh, got on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Such a great addition. That ride is such a great addition to the uh, pantheon of rides that uh, Disney has. It's a great addition to that park. It's a great addition to Disney World. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, I got to tell you, these trackless tr- ride vehicles, this is the first time I'd ever done them on both Rise of the Resistance and on... Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and it was so great Uh, you don't know where you're going Um, just because the person in front of you does one thing you're probably not going to do that so you don't ever know what's going to happen it was really great Um, so really good Uh, I never felt worried I never felt uh, and I haven't felt like um, I'm going to catch something while I'm here everybody's wearing their masks in the parks um, they have people walking around the signs specifically to keep masks on people. There are signs everywhere about if you're not wearing your mask, you will be removed from the park. Um, and everybody's complying with it. Everybody's been really good about it. Uh, and um, they are not playing games. They are not playing games. They are serious about it. So uh, I have felt okay about it so far, which is great. Um, I am going to Epcot tomorrow, which I'm excited. Food and wine. I mean, you know, hey, it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, and then on Friday, I'll be at the Animal Kingdom, and I'm coming back to Chicago on Saturday. Uh, and so I'll have another final update of my whole experience then, and I'll, I'll kind of wrap everything up uh, in that um, video, in that podcast. Um, so, but yeah, it's been a great experience so far. I've not felt uh, any concern at all. There are There's hand sanitizer everywhere, everywhere. If you're eating, once you get up to leave or somebody gets up to leave from eating, somebody's there to clean off that table immediately. It's their only job is to watch for people to get up and leave and then go clean the table. It's so amazing. Um, And I have felt completely safe uh, here. So that's good. Um, I do have a little bit of bad news. Uh, Julie is going to have to take some time off from... Uh, the goofy guy uh, I'm sorry to say she has some things that she needs to take home some personal things that she needs to take care of uh, at her home and I totally respect that Uh, I told her I understand I love you and you are always welcome back which she is always welcome back Um, and uh, so we'll miss her um, you know so please reach out by the way make sure that if you're watching on YouTube you hit that subscribe button and that like smash that like icon Uh, And hit the notification bell so that you always get notified of when new videos are coming out. Um, Also, be sure that you give us a five-star rating um, and a review anywhere that you listen to your podcast, preferably on Apple uh, Podcasts. We'd appreciate that. It really helps other people find this podcast if you're listening to it in podcast form. 
Um, you can get a hold of me at jim at thegoofyguy.com. Uh, you can email me there. You can find me at thegoofyguy.com. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. I'm the Goofy Guy blog. And on Facebook, I'm the Goofy Guy. If you want to reach out to Julie, uh, you can find her at cftravelco.com. That's crazy for travel.com. Uh, she would love to hear from you and help you out with any of your travel needs. Uh, and with that, be sure that you uh, share your ideas, your thoughts, anything that I've said you agree or disagree with. Have you been here? Have you not been here? Are you looking forward to coming? Love to hear from you uh, and find out what you think. Uh, and with that, it's time to say goodbye. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.